Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Get Candid Podcast. I'm your host, Raven Joseph. I cannot believe that I am currently recording the 50th episode of Get Candid Podcast. Not to say that I couldn't imagine getting here. However, this is so different from what I imagined my 50th episode to be in the springtime. I had all these ideas. I was going to do all of these things for the during the summertime to make this big. However, life took a different turn and the summer I had my mouth wide shut. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to record. I wasn't able to interview. And by the time I was able to, I was back at work. And so being a full-time teacher, like my first six weeks of school, there are no distractions, no hanging out. I was just really focused on getting back into the swing of things, setting up routines and systems to make sure that I have a successful year and I'm not feeling overwhelmed. I'm here now. This is my 50th episode. (sighs) It feels good to say that. I'm proud of myself for sticking it out. But so much has happened in the last year, so this is not going to be your normal, I'm giving advice and steps and tips about how to live a better life or how to improve or grow in whatever you're you're trying to accomplish. This is just my story. And so this is story time. For those of you who don't know, I'm a full-time teacher. I'm also a Writing to Heal instructor. I've shared some tips on how writing can improve your life and Whatever I talk about on this channel, on this podcast, I'm actually utilizing. So it's not like I'm just sharing random things. It's more so like this is something that I've applied to my life and it's worked and I want to share it with you. Let's get started. It was about a year ago when I came back from my trip to the Dominican Republic and I realized that there was something that was plaguing me that was tugging at me and I just didn't know what it was. My moods would be up and down. I was constantly anxious. I would go months with being depressed and I found myself begging God last year to show me a way because I was just so confused and lost and I was just like, I'm so committed to being a better person. Like, why am I this lost? What can I do to be better? And I remember coming home from a pop-up shop I had done. I earned so much money that weekend and I was like at my lowest breaking point, but I had to put on face. I was actually on the news, the local news and putting on a smile while internally I was so miserable. And so back to last September, I found myself not as low, but still in a space of what's next and like asking a lot of questions and just not feeling myself. I felt so lost still. And I'm just like, I'm so sick and tired of this. So I decided to just literally commit to knowing God. Like, I don't know what clicked then because I've been, I was raised in a church. I'm raised Catholic. I went to a Pentecostal church growing up. I got baptized in 2019. Like I've had my christening, my first communion, my confirmation, and still I didn't realize that I was lacking um, until last year. So last October specifically, I remember things slowing down for me. I had just, I was still recovering from COVID. I had like the long-term effects of COVID, like my, my smell and taste, like it was, it was crazy. But that point I had to just slow down. There was too much happening that didn't make sense. And it wasn't where I wanted my life to go. So I realized that I had to let go of a few people in my life. And I did this because 
of me, how I felt about myself and how others viewed me. I kind of had this thing where I wanted to please other people. And I realized me wanting to please other people was taking away. It was hindering my growth. Like if I move this way now, you know, because this no longer feels good to me, are they going to judge me or are they going to accept me? And so like, I just started to move differently. Some people like fell off with a, with friendships with me while others like I just had to like specifically set boundaries and say, I no longer want to entertain this friendship. I started off, I remember it was October. For some reason, fall comes. I don't know what it is about the fall. I just feel like I focus more and I grow so much. I just started reading a lot. I started reading a lot of spiritual books. I started focusing on God now more consistently. Well, for years, I've been using prayer journals for years on years on years. But I realized that I wasn't really in relationship with God. I wasn't listening. I really wasn't reading the word. I would literally wake up in the morning and read the Bible app and fall back to sleep. So by the time I actually woke up, yeah, I had that streak. But at the same time, it didn't stick with me. So I was committed to Bible study. Um, I had purchased a couple of books to help me with reading the Bible. I got to know myself better by knowing God is it's so strange that I'm explaining this because I don't know why it took me this long for this aha moment, but building my relationship with God has brought me so much peace in my life. So some of the things that I did in the beginning of the year, I was watching, like I was fasting. So I really wasn't on social media like that. I think for the first three months, like I was like, sometimes I would be on social media, but more so every single morning, I was either listening to a sermon, listening to worship music. I was fasting. I was part of a community group um, at my church. And in the beginning it was virtual every week. It was something called an alpha, alpha group. And it was there that I realized um, what the Holy Spirit was. And I started to pay more attention to inviting the Holy Spirit into my life. As I began to invite the Holy Spirit into my life, I found that I was less afraid. I was, so I'll be honest, before I even realized what the Holy Spirit is to me, I was feeling a way like I've always felt like pulled towards something else, but I just didn't understand it. And I didn't know how to articulate what I was feeling, but I also felt like the more that I was spending time with God, I was afraid to share it like on the show um, because I didn't know what it was and I didn't want to stir anyone in the wrong direction. I'm going to tell you, literally, this is my truth. Like now that I've realized that my bloodline is Nigerian, I'm 78% West African. um, I was kind of nervous because I was hearing like, you know, the Christian God is the white God, um, the white man's God and things like that. So it kind of like made me nervous about speaking about it, my experiences, because I didn't know if I was right and I would never want to stir anybody in the wrong direction. Um, but like day after day, weeks after weeks, I'm now realizing like this is who I am. This is me. And so it's developed more over the last year and <laughs> into um, my everyday life. And so like understanding who the Holy Spirit is and it has changed my life. When I say drastically, drastically, like I used to be anxious for days, days. I used to be depressed for weeks on end, sometimes months on end. And 
I don't feel that way anymore because I feel like I know who I am. I know who God is and I trust him. And it wasn't until I surrendered and stopped trying to control every single thing, I did not feel this peace. Some of the ways that I came into the space of being consistent with building a relationship with God. Yeah, I used to do a prayer journal all the time. And I think um, even though I do more now, I I, I don't knock my prayer journal because I was always praying for guidance. I was always praying for understanding and I'm here now. So even though it's probably my fault that I took all these like wrong turns to get to where I am at now, I know I was always praying for where I'm at now. This current space, like, I'm just so grateful. And last year, I remember like doing little challenges and they're all honestly were helping me to feel better. Um, I was journaling, um, using the writing to heal system. I was practicing gratitude daily. Like before I went to sleep, I would say five things for 30 days straight. I would say five things before I closed my eyes and fell asleep. When I woke up, I would say, thank you, God. I was listening to worship music rather than just random music on my drive to work. I was joining prayer groups and now like I serve at my church. So I joined a team, I'm on the production team at my church. And so I'm in community, learning about God, talking about God very often. And I'm not doing it alone. So I have the support, I'm, I still attend church. I know a lot of my friends are like, oh, I hate church. Church is for like the heathens and like the sinners. We're all sinners. So um, I see where they're coming from. However, I'm no longer afraid to like show that part of me, um, who I am and like my faith and how I move because no one in this world, I'm gonna tell you right now, no one in this world has made me feel this good ever. And it's only God. And so like, I've kind of put down that idea that I cannot share or I cannot be myself because I'm afraid that it, that God is not popular. So people are going to stay away from me. The right people are still around. I still have my friends. So I'm good on that. I think it was just all in my head and the people that don't need to be in my life who aren't in my life, that's fine. So along some other things that I did is I am celibate. Um, I decided to just give my give myself to God for a year and see how my life changed pretty much. Um, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but I'm here now a year later. So I guess I made it. Mama, I made it. <laughs> um, also, I have been resting more and more. I've been slowing down. Um, the reason why I know that after this, I don't know when's the next time I'm going to post on Instagram, the next time I'm going to post on YouTube or like um, my podcast platform is because I'm more focused on the things that align with my purpose. And not to say that this is not helpful, but I feel like this is now going to turn into something that's a resource for people to access um, and I just want to do the work and I'm one person, so I can't be marketing here and like teaching full time and making my candles and preparing for the podcast and posting on YouTube and editing and all these things. Where am I going to find time for myself? Where do I find time for God? So now I'm focused on like doing the workshops, the journaling workshops and 
doing the actual hands-on work and, you know, focusing on that. And I feel like when I have time, I'll do other things, but I've been spending a lot of time with my friends and family. I haven't been focused on like the bag. However, all my bills are paid on time. So it's like things are just forming in my life naturally. And I'm just, now that I'm focusing on God, I would also say not only are my finances a lot better than they were last year. Um, Also, I have the ability, like my discernment is so crazy. I can encounter someone and just know after a conversation what it's about. I really see through people's BS and I love that. I'm no longer like second guessing myself, having that conflict of what should I do next and how should I do this is more so when I get to it or does this align with my values and do I want to do it? You know, is God calling me to do this? This kind of thought has eliminated a lot of doing things just to do them, just to keep busy. Um, slowing down is kind of fun. It's kind of fun to, to have a whole weekend to myself and not have to lesson plan and not have to like do any content creating. Like I could just sit down on my couch, call my friends, hang out with my friends. Like I love this. I love not overworking myself. Oh, I forgot. I'm also, um, lead, um, for the 10th grade team at my job. So, People are calling me to do after school and I'm like, no, no. And I don't feel guilty about not doing after school this year because I've committed in other ways. And again, like finding balance and not like doing the most just to say I can do it. It feels good. Um, It feels good not saying yes to every single thing and just being happy mentally, physically, emotionally, just growing in that and just working on the things that And trying new things as well. What have I tried recently that I hadn't tried before? Oh, yeah. At church, I'm I'm part of the production team. So I work with like media, sound, the worship team. The way I even became a part of the production team was that I knew I had to serve. I knew like it's part of, you know, my relationship with God is to serve others. And so I was not going to do lesson plans. I wasn't going to do lesson plans for the, the babies, the Bible curriculum. So I was like, let me try something new. And like, I'm obsessed with working production. Didn't know I would be obsessed with it, but I am. It's so much fun. The community is great. It's very supportive, loving, and comical. Like, we're funny. We're fun. Um, and I would say when I first got baptized and I was asked to serve, I was just like, absolutely not. I'm exhausted because again, I was doing so much of nothing, so much that didn't matter. And so I'm just glad that I prayed on it. Cause I know I, I knew I was supposed to do it, but in my heart, I did not feel like doing it. I would get annoyed when I would be contacted and asked to serve. No, I'm not doing it. But today I'm just like ready to go. I'm, you know, at church every Sunday, doing group every other week. And so I'm looking forward to that. And that wasn't me before. And I asked God to change my heart with that because I knew it was something I wanted to do. I was supposed to do, but, and I didn't want to be disobedient, but it wasn't it for me. My faith has grown so much 
since inviting the Holy Spirit into my life and understanding that um, my relationship with God has been so important. I have so many testimonies. All right. So when I had my accident, I had to go into a major surgery, right? And so my aunt, who goes to church every Sunday, she's retired every every day, actually, Monday through Friday and Sunday. I think Saturday is the only day she doesn't go to church unless there's like an event. But she comes to the hospital that night before my surgery and she's like worried. She's just like, I'm just like, I had to remind her of who God was, you know, like not to worry that I'm going to be fine. And, you know, I don't know. Everyone just kept asking, like saying I was so calm when everything happened and like the amount of trauma that I experienced, they were just like, they don't know how I wasn't all over the place and how I didn't pass out and things like that. And I'm just like, honestly, when the accident happened, the first thing I did, and I swear to you, I remember this vividly was I was talking to God. The first thing I did was like speak to God because I didn't even understand what was happening around me. And so like, um, I pray with my aunt and like little by little throughout the days after and like during this accident, um, God was showing me and I'm going to post another video about my experience with this accident and my like recovery. But there were just people talking to me and saying different things when I knew that it was God. I knew that I was going to be okay with just certain things that I had prayed about and like throughout the, the, process were being revealed to me. So I was not worried. Um, but it was just so comforting to know that I was not alone. And I have so many testimonies like, like that, being able to know that God is there. I, it's easier for me to let go of things, um, especially that what doesn't align to my purpose or what I value. It's so much easier for me to set boundaries because I know who I am and I know what I'm supposed to be doing. That's about it. Like what's helped with my anxiety is just trusting God and establishing a relationship with God and giving it everything to him, like surrendering all. Like that's really, even in, in cases where things are not going my way, it's like if there if there's, I'm going to do what I can do and then I'm going to leave the rest to God. That is my way of coping with my anxiety. That is my way of coping with my depression is just surrendering everything to God and continuing on the practices that I've been doing um, and letting go of things. I'm still in therapy every week. Well, I'm every other week now, but I'm still doing the things that I need to do to heal. Um, things that used to trigger me don't even phase me anymore. So I know that the things that I'm doing are working. So yeah, I know this was supposed to be like a five minute story and it turned out to be longer, but that is my story. That is my truth. The way that I see my life is so different than I intended it to, but I'm so happy that I'm exactly where I'm at right now. Um, I'm blessed. I'm grateful and I'm excited to see where this raven is headed. But at the same time, I'm not in a rush. I'm taking it one day at a time and I'm enjoy enjoying this journey. So thank you so, so much for tuning in to my 50th episode of Get Candid Podcast. Um, I do have some more writer workshops coming up in the wintertime. So if you're interested, make sure you email 
at candidsoco.com. You can also subscribe to my newsletter at www.candidsoco.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. I'm going to have in person, both in person and virtual journaling um, workshops so that I can like extend the program to people who are not within the vicinity of New York City. I really look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to you even sharing in the comments what your experience has been with establishing a relationship with God, with encountering the Holy Spirit and tell me, give me some advice if you have any. Um, I would love to hear back from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. Thank you.